pretty much had a clear path yeah. all the way to the basket. She just kind of short-armed the extension a little bit. Left corner three by Brookings, no good. Rebound Mitchell and Christensen. And Ella Biscard, a 5'10 guard. Christensen thinks about a three. Colonel's down by six here with less than two to go in this opening quarter. Christensen with the three and Siebert with the three. Only two points for Mitchell, two field goals for Mitchell. Here's Stabner with the long two at the top of the key. That one was short. Rebound for Wilson and Brookings. You saw Shelsta come out and kind of contest that shot there near the top of the key. Freshman Schmidt gets it inside to Bisgard. Now here's a three on the right side by Wilson. That's off the mark. No good. Rebound by Stabner. She brings it up for Mitchell. Left side. She'll go to the rim. Layup is no good. Doesn't touch anything. And Brookings gets the ball. Colonel's having a tough time getting inside. Well, and that felt a little bit forced that time by Stabner. Really didn't have a clear path on the baseline. She probably needed to slow things down and get the offense involved. 1.15 to go. Colonel's knock it out of bounds. They'll take out uh, Shelsta here for the final minute 15. They bring back in Claire Burns. Also number 32, Paige Mulkey. We see her for the first time tonight. She's a 5'11 post player. Wilson on the drive for Brookings underneath. Gets it uh, there to Burns. Now they're working around the top of the key to Schmidt. 12 to shoot. Schmidt on the layup, but we get a foul here on Van Overshield. She checks in. Lauren Van Overshield, the freshman, into the ball game. Boy, that was really good defense all around there on that possession. Van Overshield picked up the foul, but I thought that was actually pretty close to being a clean block right there at the basket. Van Overshield checks in for Aaliyah Howard. Free throw here for Schmidt. In and out, no good. Minute to go here in the first quarter. It's 12-6 Brookings. And that's the first free throw of the game right yep. there. Substitution here for the Bobcats. Wilson will check out. We'll see Bailey Waterman check in. Fairly deep Brookings team. They'll go uh, four or five deep on the bench. Free throw, was that? I believe that was good, was it not? Yes, it was. She went one out of two that time. It should be 13-6. 13 to 6, your score. There we go. Colonel's going to get two more possessions here. Stabner underneath kicks it out. Left corner three for Siebert. That one was good. Beautiful again. Great ball movement. Wide open look in the left wing. Three field goals made for Mitchell in the first quarter. They're all three pointers. Two of them by Sieberts. Another one for Mitchell roofing and siding. Colonel's down 13 to 9. See if they can get a stop and a score here. 25 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Again, zone defense being played. Schmidt, the freshman in the right corner. Now they work around left side, left corner three. That one is short from Waterman. Rebound Mitchell with plenty of time. They've got 10 seconds to go. Giblin oh. brings it up. Hold up. <laughs> Giblin gets it to Stabner. Underneath to Van Overshield. Can she lay it in? She does. And there. the foul. The shortest player on the court at 5-4, the freshman Van Overshield. They got Chelsea on the bench. There's some room underneath now. Really well done. Just uh, that late pass on the baseline there and good, strong start here by Van Overshield. I like that. It was the freshman, Logan Schmidt, had the foul underneath. And the Colonel's here with three seconds to go in the quarter, 13-11. Free throw here from Van Overshield. Could make it a one-point ball game. Yeah, looking to end this quarter in a 6-0 run. That'd be good. This mass substitutions all around. Aaliyah Howard comes back in for Mitchell. We see uh, Kiara Hofer, 5-2, junior checking in. Van Overshield rattles it in. That's up and good. Three seconds to go. Brookings past half court. Can they get it up? Never get the shot up. That one, no good. So far, so good. 13-12, Brookings. They lead at the end of one. We're back in one minute on KORN. You couldn't always catch a game at Cadwell Park. Or take the afternoon off to get in a round of disc golf at Dry Run Creek. And before First Dakota filed the first charter in 1872, you couldn't bank in South Dakota. Every timeless institution, tradition, and thriving business was started somewhere by someone who had a dream and the passion to make it happen first. What will be your South Dakota first? Visit firstdakota.com first. Member FDIC. 
Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2022. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together. It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. Travis and Sean here tonight from the Corn Palace. Good end to the quarter there, Sean. It was, what, 12-3. to And uh, Mitchell, they went on a little bit of a run there, a 9-1 to run here by this Colonel offense to close up the gap here. They were down by 9. Now it's a one-point lead. Yeah, really solid start, I thought, for the Colonels, especially defensively being very active. Um, after Brookings has such a hot start, and they finally got things figured out a little bit offensively. It looks a lot different from Saturday. Chance for Mitchell here to take the lead. Giblin at the top of the key. Got to get rid of it. Goes left side to Stabner. Stabner drives. She's underneath. Turn around. Gets it to Christensen. And, uh, Giblin drives. Now to Howard right side. 12 to shoot. Stabner comes back to half court and we reset with seven to go. Stabner drives right side. Off glass. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Brookings. So Colonels could never get anything going right here, and we got uh, Shelsta back out there. So she sat for the last minute plus, and that's kind of when Mitchell went on their run. 7.20 left in this first half. One point Brookings lead. Logan Schmidt, the freshman, brings it up. Good defense by Howard. I mentioned the hot start for Brookings. They shot 45% from the floor in the first quarter. Mitchell shooting 27%. Here's a three by Schmidt. Air ball. Good defense by Giblin. Colonels with another chance here to Take the lead, down 13-12. Stabner drives. Siebert, three, left corner. That one is good. Sarah Siebert's got the hot hand tonight with three three-pointers. A game-high nine for Siebert. Mitchell, they take a lead. I believe that was a three. Scoreboard says two. This one a three by Wilson by Brookings, and she answers. Boy, it's been a three-point barrage. A couple of teams that struggle offensively. And uh, we have had seven three-pointers here in the first quarter. Well, both teams are getting really good looks, too. Here's another one. Siebert, another one. She hits it again. Siebert with 12 points, four three-pointers. Going to bankrupt Corey Cummings with $12 thus far. Drive left side. We got a charge. Siebert picks up the charge on the defensive end as Bailey Waterman of Brookings drove the baseline. And, boy, this is his... Good as Mitchell has looked this season, up 17-16. Yeah. This was the halftime score in Watertown on thir- on Tuesday. I was going to say, I mean, they're on pace offensively to uh, easily eclipse what they've done so far in the first two games. And offensively, it looks so much more on point tonight. I guess they're going to give Siebert a two. Colonels uh, had, well, they did give her a three, I think. They finally, Colonels uh, had 12 points. They have 17 so I guess they're going to stick with a two. That's uh, an, an interesting one. Christensen underneath, uh, contested by Shellstra. Stabner with great effort, and she saves the ball. 15 to shoot. It didn't hit, uh, did not hit the basket. Ben Overshield with the drive. Kick out to Stabner. Stabner for three. That one was no good. Rebound Brookings. So I guess they're going to keep it as a two for Siebert. Thought it was a three. Kick out. Schmidt, three. Left wing for Brookings. No good. They've stopped going inside. Here to their uh, post player, Shelsta. She had six early points. She has not put up a shot since. Yeah, I think Mitchell made that defensive adjustment, and uh, Brookings has not adjusted yet to that, and now they're relying on that shooting. Then Overshield drives, and she'll be fouled. Not a shooting foul. One foul on Mitchell. This will be the fifth already on Brookings. Make it six team fouls. Ashton Ostrom, she'll pick up the foul. So 5.22 here to go. Colonels up by one as we head to halftime. Well, again, Colonels offense doing some damage from the outside. Can't get much on the inside when there's a 6'5 player down there. Again, like we said, shots are open. They're finally hitting them. Mainly Sarah Siebert. Just need one girl to get hot. They're moving the ball around so well tonight. Van Overshield from three. She's a gunner. Boy, it's going to be exciting to see her as a freshman. Lauren Van Overshield from three. She's got six 
off the bench tonight. It's more like it. Colonel's up 20 to 16. Big run for Mitchell. Brookings, can they answer left corner three? That one is no good. Schmidt rebounds it underneath. Do we get a tie-up or a foul? We're going to get a foul underneath here on the Colonels. Only their seconds of the ball game with 4.51 to go in the half. Well, Sieber was down there fighting for it, but they're not giving it to her. Give it to Giblin, her first team second. Giblin checks out. Aliyah Howard will check in. And he got Van Overshield off the bench. We saw her uh, attempt a couple of threes versus Huron last week. Gets one to go. Look at Stabner. Stabner with another steal on the entry pass down low. Stabner with the beautiful move. Layup is go. good. <laughs> it's her first points tonight. Nice adjustment from the last time she had a breakaway. This time she went to the right hand. Another steal for Mitchell. Howard gets it at half court. 22-16. Look at Mitchell. Breaking through here in a big way versus the Bobcats tonight. This Fort. is really impressive, Travis. Yes. Yeah, just the, the energy on both ends is, is Van so good. Van Overshield for three. Nope, too strong on that one. But Howard with a long rebound. Reset the shot clock. Siebert, another three. Nope, that one is short. Rebound by Brookings. Yeah, that Mitchell offense finally got something going. Yes. Three-point shot starting to fall for Mitchell. They've got five of them tonight in the first half. Timeout, Brookings. 4.04 to go. We'll keep it here at 22-16. Again, Colonels, this offense looks so much better when your shots start to fall. I haven't gotten to the free throw line yet, but again, uh, Siebert has three uh, three-pointers. I thought she had a fourth. I guess they're going to call it a two. But uh, Siebert with 11. You had Christensen start the deal off with the three. And then Lauren Van Overshield, she comes off the bench, had an and one and a three-pointer. Yeah, and when everyone can contribute like this, it's going to look really good for Mitchell. I mean, um, everything is just flowing so well tonight. They they have a really good idea where they want to go with the basketball in pretty much every possession. They're getting wide open looks. They're attacking the basket when it's open. And you can just tell there's just so much uh, better communication going on tonight. And they're a lot more on the same page than they were in that season opener. And this is really impressive, just the adjustments they've made. You know, they have the potential to do this now, so that's always good. Under four to go in this uh, first half. Another left corner three by Brookings. That one is no good by Wilson. Stabner gets the rebound, and she hits the deck hard. She'll be fouled, and she'll get to free throws. It's a, It was 13-6 to six at one point, so the Colonel's now on a 16-3 to three run. Wow. I mean, this is a great answer after Brookings got out to such a hot start tonight. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be another low-scoring ball game. A lot of three-pointers. Brookings, they've been been—they've only hit three three-pointers. They, they've attempted many tonight. Stabner to the line for a one-and-one. One. Brookings with seven fouls. Puts the Colonels in the bonus. Fouls on number 10, Jaden Devine, a 5'6 sophomore. Stabner free throw is good. It rattles in. She'll get a second one. Largest lead for Mitchell tonight, 23-16. They were down 12-3 early, nine-point deficit. It's now turned into a seven-point lead. Free throws no good. One of two from the line that trip for Stabner. Colonel's first, two, uh, first uh, second trip to the line tonight. 3.45 to go in the half. Now can Brookings score? They've only scored four points or three points this entire quarter. Not there. Drive by Wilson, but the putback to Shellstrom. They just got to try and get her the ball. I don't even know if they've really tried to get her the ball much here in the last 10 minutes. Now they've gone completely away from that, kind of getting into a shootout style of game with uh, Mitchell here because their shooting is a lot better. Siebert for three. She's off the mark. Cooling off a little bit. Rebound by Schmidt. Gets it to number 10, Devine. Now they're working around left side. They got to get it down low to her. To Shelsa. Finally does. And let me look at that. No shot. Going to get a foul underneath. May as well put her to the line. You know she's going to make those uh, those layups. And there were three colonels around her. And that's only the third foul on Mitchell. And that's about as good a foul as that's you can have for the colonels. They only have three fouls now total in this half with 3.06 still to go. So I'll take that foul anytime. They got three more fouls to give before they put Brookings in the bonus. Stolen off the inbound by Siebert wide open. She should make this one easily. And she does. Sarah Siebert looking for some free Culvers tonight. She's got a game high, 13 points. She's got over half of Mitchell's 25. Here's a drive by Schmidt. She's got six points. Finally, Brookings scores here. 
That's a rare possession there for the Colonels defensively where they kind of lost track of where the ball was because Brookings has not had much of that here in the first half. 25-20, to 20, Colonels lead here, two and a half to go. We get a travel by Van Overshield. She was on the left wing trying to throw it across the court to Howard. Well, I was telling you, they need to clean up the turnovers, especially from opening night when they had 20, and so far just three That's in this that. first half. So there, there's just so many ways they have improved in just a couple of games. Wilson in the left corner. She's double team, blows by Siebert, but she stepped out of bounds. So Landry uh, Wilson coming off that sprained ankle last week. Steps out of bounds. 2.23 to go. Substitution for Brookings. The freshman Schmidt is out. Back eight. in is Austin Ostrom. With that uh, stepping out of bounds right there by Shelsta, they now have eight turnovers in this first half. Things trending Mitchell's way here. See if they can close the half strong. 25-20. to 20. The Colonels lead coming up on two to go. Siebert on the drive. That one is blocked out of bounds by Shelsta with 20 to shoot. And this is a 13-point quarter for Mitchell. And they only scored 17 in the first half versus uh, Watertown on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, they're well on pace to have as much for the half as they've had total the last two games. Yeah. They could break, break 30 points. Giblin for three. Nope, that one too strong. Gets her own rebound on the right corner. Van Overshield for three. That one is short as well. Another rebound by Giblin, and it's going to be a turnover on the possession arrow. Brookings, they tie up Giblin, who had back-to-back -back offensive rebounds. And Van Overshield, she's not shy. She gets that three-point shot going. It's going to be a, a big factor here for Mitchell offensively. Minute 54 to go. Again, Mitchell, they only scored 29 at Watertown Tuesday and only 26 versus Huron last Saturday. They're already at 25 points right now in the first half. Shelsta down low, left side, too easy. Drives on Christensen. You feel like she could have 40 points. She's got 10. You feel like she could get it every time. Siebert for three. She's gone cold. Short uh, rebound Van Overshield. She throws it away, though. Three-point lead for Mitchell. Wilson drives for Brookings. Spin move, contested shot, and she is fouled. Free throws for Brookings here to cut the lead to one. Minute 25 to go. Colonels, their lead down to three. Was up to seven. 125 here in the half. Here's Wilson to the line. She's got six points tonight on a pair of threes. Makes her first free throw. That's one thing we have not seen much so far here tonight. That's the third free throw for Brookings, and Mitchell's also only taken three so far. Not a lot of uh, free throw opportunities for either side. A lot of perimeter shots. Two of two from the line for Wilson. She has eight. And that Mitchell seven-point lead cut to one. Here with a minute 20 to go in the half. Van Overshield in the left corner. And gives it to Giblin. Thinks about a three. She was open. Giblin drives. It's blocked. She gets it back. Siebert, another wide open three. That one is too long. Long rebound. Van Overshield. She saves it. Throws it off of a Brookings player, wow. Wilson. Van Overshield, well done. That was fantastic effort, flying out of bounds and against the railing, trying to save that ball, and somehow got it to knock off a Brookings player out of bounds. And a fresh shot clock here with a minute to go. Colonel's up 25-24, late first half. Siebert, she shot a lot of threes tonight. She's made three of them. She's gone cold here recently. Van Overshield hands it off to Giblin. Wide open for three. She nailed one. Another great look. I mean, Colonels have been getting very many good looks at threes tonight, and this time tonight they're hitting a lot more of them. Six three-pointers for Mitchell tonight. $18 from Mitchell roofing and siding. And Overshield knocks it out of bounds. They're going to call her for the foul there. Fifth foul on Mitchell. The second on Lauren Van Overshield. And that's all right. I mean, if you're Mitchell, you can still do that at least one more time without sending yep. Brookings to the free throw line with 38 seconds left. And three-second differential, game clock to shot clock. Howard in the middle. They pop a three, left side, no good, but uh, Shelster doesn't even have to jump. Ball comes right to her. She drives left side, misses her first shot tonight. Stabner with the rebound. She can slow it down. She should. It's a one-on-five. She'll take it to the basket and miss it. Mm. So again, shot clock was turned off. It'll allow Brookings here to get within two. 
Chelsea, she'll take a jumper as she didn't do that. That one about a 15, 17 footer at the top of the key. Well, Mitchell gets real lucky there that she airballed that shot because even that was kind of a little bit too fast. Mm -hmm. But on that last kernel possession, that's another time where you would like them to slow it down with no shot clock, with the lead, four-point lead, and get everyone else involved. Four seconds to go. Giblin on the drive. She gives it off, loses it, puts it up. It's blocked, and the end of the half has Mitchell in the lead. Best quarter of the season thus far for the Colonels. They lead 28-24 as we head into halftime. Colonels trailed at the end of the first quarter, 13-12. A 16-point uh, second quarter for Mitchell. We'll take a timeout, come back with them, uh, some halftime stats and check the scoreboard from across the states. Mitchell 28, Brookings 24. We're back in three minutes. You're, looking to, you're listening to Colonel Girls Basketball from the Corn Palace on KORN. This is J.R. of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons, and Mitchell and Huron are online at IversonAuto.com. How you move matters. Avera Orthopedics helps you move freely and live life to the fullest with innovative treatment options customized to your bone, muscle, and joint needs. Whether you suffer from aches, breaks, tears, or dislocations, turn to the orthopedic team experienced in treating every body. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. It's coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and on KORNradio.com. Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys on the road for the first time this season. They'll be at Brookings at 7 o'clock. We'll have the pregame show live from Brookings at 645 this Friday night. Check it out on your original home of Colonel Sports. It is KORN News Radio, FM 1013. AM 1490 and KORNradio.com. Your weather forecast brought to you by Mitchell Roofing and Siding. Gutters, siding, roofs, that's what we do. Over 30 years' experience, we've seen it all. This is Corey Cummings, owner of Mitchell Roofing and Siding. Call us and the job's done right. 996 8648. Again, that's 996 8648. KORN News Radio Weather. Chance of flurries tonight, otherwise cloudy. Lulls of a law for on 17. Southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for flurries again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 34. Cloudy skies. Overcast skies tomorrow night. Chance for snow. Lulls up a lot around 6 above. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Saturday with daytime highs approaching 17. 39. Sunday. Another look at the short range. Lulls up a lot around 17 tonight. High of 34 tomorrow. Lulls up a lot around 6 above tomorrow night. A dusting of snow tomorrow night. For KORN, News Radio FM, 1013 and AM 1490, I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood. Right now, it's 24. At First Dakota, we know that even more important than what you put in the ground is what you hold in your heart. That's why our financing specialists don't just help grow just your operation. We help cultivate your legacy. Dig deeper with First Dakota. Visit firstdakota.com. Equal housing lender. This is Jason Plant, First Dakota Ag Banker. We're ready to assist you. Ready to dig deeper? Call us today, 996-3364. It is halftime here at the Corn Palace tonight. Mitchell with a four-point lead over the Brookings Bobcats, 28-24, and it's all been about that uh, three-point shooting uh, here for Mitchell tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's just night and day difference when you compare this game to Saturday's opener against Huron. Everything just a lot more crisp, especially uh, offensively for the Colonels. They look uh, like they have a much better understanding of what they want to do with the basketball. And uh, just 26% shooting for the half, but I thought it looked a lot better than what uh, that stat says right there, going 9 out of 35 from the floor. Uh, Brookings shooting 38% in that first half, going 9 out of 24. Uh, rebounding pretty close. Colonels out-rebounding uh, re out Brookings so far, 16-13. to 13. 
Uh, turnovers, Colonel's doing a great job in that department. Just four turnovers in that first half compared to eight for Brookings, which is great for the Colonel's. That means they're very active defensively here tonight. And uh, so far, neither team getting to the free throw line much, despite how up and down this game has been with the pace. Uh, Colonel's so far two out of three, while Brookings is three out of four. Yeah, good, uh, good pace to this one. Again, Colonel's limiting their turnovers. Uh, neither team's gotten to the line much, but again, Mitchell with those six three-pointers. I thought uh, Siebert had uh, another one there. Siebert with 13 points on the night, and she's got three three. Siebert's uh, continuing to shoot. Three-pointers hasn't uh, really, she, she, she's cooled off quite a bit here after a pretty hot start, but uh, keep on shooting. You'll see what happens. Because you can't any, get anything down low because Angelie Shellstuff is down low at 6'5". Uh, she has 10 points, 6 in the first quarter, and she had a couple of baskets here late uh, in this half. But we've seen uh, Brookings go away from Shellstuff, uh, more of the perimeter shooting. Uh, they had their freshman, Logan Schmidt, had a three-pointer. Landry Wilson's had a couple. Again, they've only had three players score uh, on the night for Brookings. Mitchell a little bit more balanced offensively. Uh, but the Colonels, uh, I guess, doing a better job there in that second quarter because th this game got started off with three straight uh, shells to layups. Looks like it was going to be a long night for Mitchell. It did, and it, it was looking way too easy. I mean, uh, the Colonels are playing their hearts out defensively, I, I feel like, but mm -hmm. when you have that much of an advantage as Brookings does, it's pretty simple. I mean, if they're going to give it to you, yeah, we're just going to lob it down there, put it up high enough so she can get it, use that 6'5 frame she has, and then she was just getting layup after layup in that first quarter and looked like, well, this, this could get away pretty fast if, if the Colonels don't make adjustments, but they did. They started to guard her a little bit more closely, sent a little bit of help defense over there, May Brookings shoot to beat them, and uh, we got into kind of a scoring fest yeah. there for a while, going back and forth. That was pretty fun, but uh, I really like the adjustments made in-game uh, since Brookings got off to that fast start. That's 28-24 Mitchell here at halftime. You maybe would have thought this would have been the score at the end of the third quarter, not at halftime. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 28 points. I mean, that is that is more than they had total for each of their first two games. Yeah, 29 versus Watertown, and again, they had 26 uh, versus Huron on Saturday. So Colonels, again, as, as many points, if not more points, than they've scored in their first two games. Some other scores here from around the state. Uh, very uh, light evening of, of basketball here on a Thursday. Uh, Sioux Falls Lincoln girls, a little bit of an upset here, up 19-11 late first half versus number five ranked uh, Harrisburg. On the boys' side here in double A tonight to Sioux Falls Jefferson, that was a bit of an upset. They're blowing out Brandon Valley 27-13 uh, at also late in the uh, first half in Brandon tonight. Scores from around the state. Let's see, boys basketball. We have your Q1073 game of the week. That's about 30 minutes away from tipping off tonight. It's Sanborn Central Woonsocket versus Corsica Stickney on Q1073. Elsewhere in B girls tonight at halftime, it's Kimball White Lake 21, Mitchell Christian girls 11. Also a Wessington Springs, they trail Hitchcock to Lair 37-28. That one just about two minutes to go in that one and uh, a final between the Corsica Stickney girls and Sanborn Central Woonsocket uh, number two ranked Corsica Stickney class B girls they beat uh, Sanborn Central Woonsocket tonight 49 to 30 so uh, not a lot of college uh, or I should say high school basketball action here on a Thursday night we're back in two minutes uh, with the uh, third quarter coming up next Colonels looking good thus far looking for win number one on the season they're up 28 24 at the half over the Bobcats, we're back in two minutes on KORN. Your farm, the corn it produces, and the hard work it takes to run the operation are things Poet can relate to. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Biorefining Mitchell. For over 30 years, Poet has been turning the corn you harvest into biofuels and high-quality animal feed. It's how we reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 30,000 high school student athletes in South Dakota have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. 
it increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about South Dakota high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. How you move matters. Avera Orthopedics helps you move freely and live life to the fullest with innovative treatment options customized to your bone, muscle, and joint needs. Whether you suffer from aches, breaks, tears, or dislocations, turn to the orthopedic team experienced in treating every body. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. You're listening to KORN News Radio here, coming up on a quarter until 8 o'clock tonight. So Mitchell girls basketball looking uh, pretty good here in the first half for their first win of the season. Up 28-24, the, the, the offense uh, improved by 1,000% here uh, in the, since the first two games we've seen Mitchell. And they have a chance, or maybe they'll, uh, they'll double their point total for the year. That's not out of the possibility. 29 and 26. They own about 56 points, 55 points. They can maybe have that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so impressive, um, the difference between tonight and back on Saturday against Huron. The offense has a much better flow to it. They know what they're doing with the ball and taking much better care of the basketball. Siebert with the three at the top of the key. It's blocked by Wilson. Brookings, they get it. Wilson, she'll push the basket. Nice move. Layup. Wilson, very impressive. She's got 10 points now. Two Brookings players in double figures, a lead down to two. Siebert drives, and she travels. Boy, just a brick wall she ran into of Ainsley Shelsta. Again, turnovers here by Mitchell to start things off. Block shot and a turnover. It's 28-26, just a couple seconds here into the uh, second half. Some pressure here by Mitchell, playing that uh, zone defense, 2-3 zone. Drive by Wilson, she's athletic, gets her own rebound on the miss. Layup right side is good over Christensen. Landry Wilson now with 12 points, and she single-handedly has made this a tie ball game here, 28-all. Stabner driving towards the basket, stops left side here. Siebert trying to get some separation for another three. They get it down to Christensen. Nope, that's no good, tipped away. Siebert with the two, that one in the right corner, no good. Shelsta with the rebound. Schmidt. She runs it up, gets past Howard. Now they get it to Wilson, three on the left wing, and that one is short. Christensen battling for a rebound. Up, nope. going to be another layup and a 6 nothing run. Colonels may need an early timeout here. Shelsa, she now has a dozen. 6 nothing run here in the first 90 seconds. Stabner with the three, that one goes in. Stabner, not a, not a great shooter yet, but she hits the three-pointer, the seventh three-pointer of the game for Mitchell. Well, if someone needed to hit a shot, it was Stabner, so that's a great start for her here in this third quarter. Colonel's answer up 31-30. Oh, this one a missed basket. Layup. No good by Wilson. Nice pass from Shelsta. Stabner going to the lane. Loses it. Got to kick it out. Christensen for three. Oh, that one is short. Rebound Brookings. That may have been partially deflected as well by a defender that was flying in her face. What a pace to this one. Up and down. Three-pointers galore. This is fun. This is good, good, good basketball. basketball. 5.50 to go here in the third quarter. Shelsa with another layup, count it, and the foul. Christensen will pick up the foul, the first of the half on Mitchell. Well, now they're going back to doing what worked really well in the first quarter, dumping it down inside there uh, to Shelsta, and she got good position again. I mean, if she's going to get that kind of positioning, if she gets the ball, it's pretty much a done deal. 5.49 to go in the quarter, third quarter. Back and forth we go. Brookings, they retake the lead here at 32-31. Colonels trailed by nine early, led by as many as seven. And Chelsea misses that free throw, but gets her own rebound. Pass underneath, layup is good to Claire Burns. Three-point Brookings lead here, early second half. Stabner drive, kick out, Van Overshield to three. She connects! Nice. Van Overshield, the freshman off the bench, 
with nine points, two threes. We're tied at 34. Who the heck saw this game coming? This one lost underneath. Schmidt loses it for Brookings. Colonels come back with it. Bad pass by Stabner. Siebert saves it, but it goes to Brookings. Rare turnover tonight for the Colonel girls. Here's a three by Schmitz. That one is good. Left corner by Schmitz. An offensive assault. 37-34. The thing I like the most about sports is that you never know what's going to happen. Right. Nobody could have seen this coming. 37-34 to two teams that have Mitchell struggled to score 30 this year. Brookings, they've barely been over 40. Both teams will eclipse that here easily in the third quarter. Seven to shoot. Van Overshield right side. Passes it. Siebert in the right corner. they got to put it up with three on the clock. She does. Uh, but Cole Knipling going to call a timeout. Good timeout here to save a possession. you got two seconds to go, though, so you got to put it up early. 37-34. Brookings, they've come out gangbusters here. They've scored 13 points in three and a half minutes in this third quarter. Again, you, I mean, I expected this. Again, 40 points was going to win this game. Yeah, 37-34 here with 12 and a half minutes to go in the game, and you just, you never know on any given night. No, I mean, <laughs> you're right. That is kind of the beauty of sports, and uh, it's just so refreshing to see the Colonels look this much better just uh, two games later after it looked like it was going to be kind of a long season the way the offense was ineffective and they had so many turnovers in that game against Huron. Then they had a much better fight a couple of nights ago against Watertown, a game they had a lead and uh, just didn't quite get enough offense. If you can't get to 30 points, you're going to have some troubles yeah. with your season, but this is so much better. I mean, the offense looks a whole lot crisper. They're moving the ball around. They know where they want the ball to go. The shooters are making shots. They're getting good looks, and they're taking advantage, and the defense is really active tonight. Two seconds to go. Giblin's got to get it in here, and they got to get it up pretty much immediately. They get it in. Oh, they got a five-second call, so... Timeout doesn't do him any good. Giblin mm. could not get it in. They got it in a Siebert, but not before the five-second call. That's the last thing you want to yeah. see out of a timeout. That can't happen. Got to get it in there with two seconds to go. See if the Colonel defense can respond here. Down by three. Coming up on halfway through the third quarter. Both teams 0-2. That should that be an offensive to be. foul. Oh, my gosh. She just barreled right into her. I mean, driving the baseline, acted like Sawyer Stabner was not right there in front of her face. That was Landry Wilson, her first foul tonight. It will be in the offensive end. Just plows through Stabner yeah. driving that right baseline. Football style, like uh, get out of my way. I'm going for the end zone. That was a stiff arm. 4.15 to go in the third. Colonels down by three. Their half, the halftime lead of four is all gone. Stabner at the top of the key, gets it to Giblin, now to Siebert in the left corner. Cross court to Van Overshield, she'll drive, a floater, that one is good. Lauren Van Overshield with 11 points, freshman off the bench at 5-4. Are you very, kidding me? Boy, very impressive. very impressive. She looks really comfortable out there, great energy on both ends and hitting the shot tonight. Drive by Schmidt, the freshman, and that's another offensive foul on Brookings. Beautiful. Back-to-back -back offensive fouls underneath the basket, blocks uh, her chargers taken there by Mitchell. It'll be Schmidt, her second. Just two fouls on Brookings this quarter, one on uh, Mitchell. So impressive just uh, how much discipline Mitchell has defensively that's it's outstanding fundamentals, knowing how to take a charge. Yeah, whenever you're a freshman and you're on the court, I mean, you're, you're good. You're doing something right. Like, freshmen don't play varsity. No, not Van very Over, often. Van Overshield's out there for Mitchell and Logan Schmidt. She's awfully good. Got a pair of freshmen who have combined for uh, 20 points here tonight. Well, and granted, this Mitchell team is not super deep as far as experience goes. They're starting over with four new starters. But, yeah, if you're a freshman and you're playing, you got some skill. And she's playing well. Three men over, Shield. It's not going to count. She oh, made it. She made it the darn in. thing. <laughs> I guess she stepped out of bounds there before she could uh, get back in. Oh. And she made it. She would have had 14 points. She would have been a game high 14. And Overshield would have given Mitchell the lead here. Colonel's down by one. Just get her the ball back on the next possession. Yeah. She's got a red hot hand right now. Drive by Wilson of Brookings. Layup is good. Three point lead for the Bobcats as well. Wilson has kind of come alive here. 14 points for Wilson. 14 
points. Oh, this one was a deep one by Siebert. Way too short. A little bit too much arm at that time. Rebound by Brooking. So, Shelston and Wilson have 14 apiece for the Bobcats. They've scored 28 of their team's 39. 2.40 to go. It's a three-point Brookings lead. Wilson again on the layup. Boy, she can't be stopped. 16 for Wilson. And that time, they were, they were set pretty well defensively. She just fought through traffic. Stabner drives. Colonel's down by five. Van Overshield left side. Can she hit another three? Not this time. She won't try it. Stabner will drive in the lane. Floater off glass. No good. Fighting for the rebound. It's uh, to Wilson and Brookings. Brookings. They've outscored Mitchell by nine points in this third quarter. Still with two minutes to go. Colonel's trail 41-36. Stabner's been playing her tail off tonight on both ends, but at times it's looked a little bit out of control and forced. I know she wants to get herself in this game, though. Layup missed by Shelstra. Put back, though, is also missed. 0 of 2 that time for Shelstra on the double team. Colonel's push it. Intercepted. Siebert's pass to Giblin. Intercepted by Brookings. Well, now Mitchell has not taken nearly as good of the basketball as they were in the first half. They got nine turnovers already for the game. They only had four at halftime. Pass underneath. Wilson, another layup. That one's no good. They'll get a foul on the uh, charging Stabner. That'll be her first foul, just the second on the team. And up and down basketball here. Sloppy at times, but uh, points aplenty. 41-36. Brookings up five. Two team fouls apiece. Wilson shooting two with a minute 34 left in the third. Free throw is good. The Brookings lead up to six. We've had a nine-point swing in this game since halftime. Colonels led by four at the break, and now Brookings has pulled away with a six-point lead here late in the third. Bobcats give Shelsta a bit of a breather here with a minute 34 to go in the third. Wilson hits both free throws. She has a game-high 18 points. Colonels down seven, and we get a timeout here from Cole Knippling. Minute 29 to go. Colonels down by seven, late third quarter. We're back in one minute on KORN. This is J.R. of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Time out here by the Colonels. They only have two left here in the ball game, late third quarter. Colonels trailing Brookings 43-36. Here, Mitchell, they were ahead by four at halftime, but it's been all Brookings in this third quarter. And it's been Landry Wilson. Wilson has 10 points just by herself in this third quarter. Colonels got to answer here. Defense got to get a little better, but you got to make some shots too. Siebert, this one nearly turned over. Christensen, bad pass. Wilson, another layup. Boy, they just can't stop her. Wilson goes coast to coast. Turnovers are becoming a problem for the Colonels. They now have 10 for the game when they only had four at halftime. Giblin thinks about a three. She loses it, and that will not be an over and back. Brookings tipped it. Colonels get it back. Christensen in the right corner with 20 to shoot. 55 seconds left in the third. Colonels trail by nine. Stabner layup, no good, but she was fouled. Foul will be on Paige Mulkey, her first, team's third. And we'll get two free throws. That was a shooting foul. Well, and this is only going to be Mitchell's fourth free throw attempt on the night here, Trav, and we only have 50 seconds left in the third quarter. We'll see if that becomes uh, more, more of a, a factor here in this fourth quarter. Is Stabner misses the first free throw. Stabner's got six points tonight. Siebert has 13 to lead Mitchell, and Van Overshield has 11. So two Mitchell players in double figures. Ainsley Shelsta checks in, the 6'5 forward. 
At First Dakota, we know that even more important than what you put in the ground is what you hold in your heart. That's why our financing specialists don't just help grow just your operation. We help cultivate your legacy. Dig deeper with First Dakota. Visit firstdakota.com. Equal housing lender. Five this is Jason shots Clamp, now. First Dakota Egg. Ten seconds to go. Shot clock turned off. Colonel's Trail 47-36. Stabner on the drive. Another foul on Brookings. It'll be on Claire Burns. Her second. Again, this will be the fourth foul on Brookings, so we'll see if Mitchell can maybe get into that bonus next quarter. 6.8 seconds to go. Colonels trailing by 11. Again, they've been outscored by 15 points here in this third quarter. Turnover is a big reason why. Too many easy baskets for Brookings. Ben Overshield under the basket, trying to get it in. Got to get it in. Does to Christensen. Long jumper for Christensen, no good. Rebound Brookings, two seconds to go, and that's how the quarter will end. It was all Brookings in that third quarter, 47-36. Again, they outscored Mitchell in that quarter, 23-8. Fourth quarter coming up next. See if the Colonels can come back down 11. We're back in one minute from the Corn Palace on KORN. It's coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and on KORNRadio.com. Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys on the road for the first time this season. They'll be at Brookings at 7 o'clock. We'll have the pregame show live from Brookings at 645 this Friday night. Check it out on your original home of Colonel Sports. It is KORN News Radio, FM 1013. AM 1490 and KORNradio.com. Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2022. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together. It's an 11-point lead for Brookings here as we start the fourth quarter tonight. Travis and Sean with you here from the Corn Palace. Again, too many turnovers, Sean. Too many too many easy baskets. That was all Landry Wilson. Colonels, as they get a turnover here, Brookings, bad pass by. Uh, Shell still looking for Wilson down low. Stamer will drive. She'll lose it. And, uh, boy, that was a good opportunity to maybe get a layup to start off the quarter here, but a turnover by Stabner. She got bumped from behind just a little bit by Claire Burns, and that was just enough to knock the ball out of her hands. Boy, you got Van Overshield here trying to make something happen on the defensive end. Knocks it out of bounds as Brookings trying, just trying to get the ball in. They finally do to Schmitz. Well, Brookings had a huge third quarter. They're now shooting 50% for the game while Mitchell only 23%. Brookings had 24 points in the first half. They had 23 in the third quarter. Steal by Van Overshield. Layup is good. 13 points for the freshman, Van Overshield. you got to love her contribution here tonight. Player of the game, Culver's player of the game. She nearly steals it again. Siebert was an early favorite, but I think you got to give it to Van Overshield. She's been a monster all over the court. And a surprise. I mean, she's a, a really nice addition coming off the bench, and as we've said, she doesn't play like a freshman. She's just really comfortable out there, and her energy is going to be infectious for this team. I mean, she's playing a lot. She's not a starter, but at this rate, she might be a, be a starter here sometime in January. Colonels with two more games. They'll have two games versus the Wyoming schools uh, during Christmas break. Three by Wilson is short on the left side, but she gets her own rebound. Under seven minutes to go. Charge. We're going to foul on Siebert. Going to call the block on Siebert. Third foul on Mitchell, and it'll be the second on Sarah. Really don't see how that yeah. was a, a blocking foul. Looked like she had position down there on the baseline, and similar to the last time that a Brookings uh, player drove the baseline out of control. Brookings here. Clack is their friend here with 6.50 to go. They uh, still lead by nine. Drive left side by Brookings. Triple team shot short on the left end. No good. Siebert with the rebound. She pushes it for Mitchell. Gets it left side to right side to Van Overshield. A long two is no good. And here's the rebound by Brookings. Wilson pushes it. Gets it to the freshman. Schmidt who pops a three. 
Boy, that could be a dagger up by 12. That hurts. Schmidt, her third three-pointer tonight. She's got 12 points. 50 to 38. Brookings up here by 12 with 6.15 to go. Plenty of time left. I mean, we'll mm. see if the Colonels can make another run, but they've got to take better care of the basketball and not give Brookings easy baskets. I was surprised that she pulled up from three there early on in the shot clock, and she made it. And three players have scored all but two of the points for Brookings tonight. Seven to shoot for Mitchell. Siebert top of the key. Got to put it up. She will. Awkward shot. No good. And a rebound fought for. Brookings gets it. It's been all Brookings in the second half. And that was just a really good defensive possession that time by Brookings. I mean, the Colonels just didn't have any open looks. And that's kind of a rare thing tonight. Oh, that'll be a, that'll be a carry. That'll be a carry there by the... By Logan Schmidt, she was at half court, and she definitely put her hand on the ball. That was a carry. That was an unforced turnover. And they've had their turnover troubles. I mean, that's 14 turnovers for Brookings here tonight, but their offense has been more efficient in the second half. Van Overshield will get a rest here as uh, Aaliyah Howard checks in. Colonels now with their starting five out there. Pretty much they've gone basically one deep on the bench. Uh, Holford's played a couple minutes, but besides that, it's, it's been Van Overshield off the bench, and that's about it for Mitchell. Stamder driving left side on Chelsea. Count it! And the foul. Much needed to get this to a 10-point game. Great effort on the floor that time by Stabner. I mean, she's been trying to get herself in this game as much as possible, forcing things at times, but what a challenge she just took on that time with the 6'5 Shelsta. Fifth foul, and she makes the free throw. Fifth foul on Brookings, the second on Shelsta. Big conversion. Stabner now with nine points for Mitchell. Nine-point game. That was a big one. Things were starting to get out of hand here. You're down by 12, coming up on five minutes to go. They had 28 points at halftime, the Colonels, and now they're stuck on 41 with five minutes left. Yeah, Colonels only scored 13 points here in the second half. Giblin is out as we see Van Overshield back in. It's a nine-point lead for Brookings, 50-41. 5.20 to go in the ball game. Would be a heck of a comeback here for the Colonels. They get it down low to Shelsta. Double team, triple teamed, and we get a, a hold. That'll be a foul on Stabner, the fourth on Mitchell, and the third or the second on her. Boy, she was playing such good defense down there, too, against Shelsta, and I guess they just called her for grabbing the wrist. It looked like it was all ball. And now resets the shot clock. They just get it in. Oh, bad pass. Howard steals it for Mitchell. Howard gives it off to Stabner. Layup is on. Nearly another and one. Stabner goes to the line again. This is the second foul on Wilson. And all of a sudden, six fouls on Brookings. Colonels are going to go to the line here every time. Seven fouls with that uh, with the bonus. They're starting to get that recipe they need. They're playing better defense, forcing Brookings into mistakes to get some transition opportunities. But they got to hit these free throws down the stretch. Eight-point game, still five minutes left. So far, Stabner has done just that. She's trimmed the lead down to eight with the made free throw. 5-10 to go. Stabner has made the last five points for Mitchell. She now has 11. Three Colonels in double figures. Three Bobcats in double figures. Five minutes to go. Brookings up by seven. Three in the right corner. That Ooh, is good. Big shot. Landry Wilson. She's been the best player out there tonight. She has 25 points. Lead back up to 10 for the Bobcats. Howard, three, right side. Nope, that's an air ball. Howard has not shot it tonight. Boy, Landry Wilson, very impressive. Foul on Howard here trying to go for the steal. Mm, just a little bit late. Had the right idea, knew where the pass was going, but just a little bit late in her break trying to cut off that pass. First foul on Howard, fifth on Mitchell with 4.40 to go. And Colonels may have to play the foul game to get back into this one. 53-43, Brookings is up with the ball. Again, lead was down to seven. Huge three-pointer by Wilson. We'll see if Brookings starts to run some clock here or just do that, I guess. Layup left side for Shelsta. Shelsta with now 16 points. Lead to 12. 4.20 to go for Mitchell, down by a dozen. Stabner right side. Now driving left towards the basket. Layup is good. 
Stabner starting to heat up. She scored seven points in a row for Mitchell, now has 13. She's feeling it so much better here in this second half, finding lanes to the basket. Again, so Van Overshield, Stabner, and Siebert all have 13 points for Mitchell. Colonel still down by 10 with 3.50 to go. Need some defense. Schmidt gets it to Shell still. Layup right side is uh, no good, but the putback is also no good. Boy, two-point blank shots. That's all her. Colonels, you just got to hope she misses. Stabner drives again, and we're going to get a, oh, a travel. Thought it might be another foul. They get Stabner on the travel. The horns work in this building. I, I can't confirm that. <laughs> 3.37 to go. That was a big one. Would have been the seventh foul on Brookings, and we'll take a timeout. 3.37 to go. Colonels down 55-45. We're back in 60 seconds from the Corn Palace. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Biorefining Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Colonel's. Another horn, Colonels take their uh, second to last timeout. Only one timeout here left for Mitchell. They got it to within seven, but they've never been able to get it to uh, one possession or even two possessions here in this fourth quarter. Just one little thing here and there, whether it's a bad pass or traveling on that last possession underneath the basket. Van Overshield steals it, but she was out of bounds. Boy, she's just been everywhere tonight. She's your oh yeah, Culver's player of the game. Stole the ball, but she was well out of bounds. She's got a motor on her. I love it. I love how much energy she has with three and a half left to go in the fourth quarter. Three and a half to go here. Colonels down by 10. Need something big to happen. Brookings looking for their first win. Colonels looking to avoid... Dropping to 0-3. Shellstra on the outside gets it down low. We're going to have a timeout here by Brookings. 3.18 to go. Brookings, again, they still have three timeouts to go, so they uh, use one of their four remaining here. And, again, you almost, if you're Mitchell, you almost need to play a perfect final 3.18 because you're down 10 points. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need to get a couple of turnovers at the very least. And uh, just keep the pressure on. I mean, they're almost in the bonus is Brookings, so they got to be careful about how aggressive they are. You don't want to give Brookings some gift free throws to make the the job a little bit tougher. But just uh, keep playing hard. I mean, the the energy out here tonight for the Colonels on both ends I've been very impressed with. And uh, they've been hanging around. I mean, the turnovers really hurt them in that third quarter. They settled down a little bit here in the fourth quarter. So, they're going to need a couple of big shots and a couple of turnovers. And Colonels have hit a lot of threes tonight, so that gives you hope if they can get a couple more three-pointers, see if they can cut this thing down to four or five. Ten on the shot clock, 3.10 to go. Brookings three-pointer, that might do it right there. Nope, left it too long by Wilson. That would have made it a 13-point game with under three to go. Here's Giblin for three. That one is too short or too long. Rebound, though. Siebert for three. That one is too long. Boy, could have been a 13-point lead or a 7-point lead. We're stuck at 10. A couple of big swings that never happened. And two really good looks on that trip for the Colonels. They just wouldn't fall. In 2.40 to go here, Brookings should run this thing down here to single digits with a 10-point lead. They should win this game with 2.5 to go. Good defense. Wilson, 15-footer. Bang, she hits it. That might do it right there. 27 points tonight for Landry Wilson. Her ankle appears to be okay. She has sprained it uh, in, in game number one and missed the uh, Watertown or the uh, Huron game on Tuesday. Well, you wonder how good she is at 100%. Yeah. 
Stabner drives. It's blocked by Shelsta. Two minutes to go. Colonel's down a dozen. Do you want to foul here? You could. I mean, it's not quite out of hand yet, but. Schmidt with the three. Rebound by Wilson. Well, this one blocked by Stabner. Colonel's get it back and will get a foul on Brookings. We'll send Mitchell to the line for a one and one. Van Overshield going to shoot free throws here. Clock stops. Minute 53 to go. Colonels down 12. And they have not been to the line a lot tonight. This is going to be their ninth attempt on the night. They've gone to five out of, out of eight for the game. But uh, they're going to need some turnovers. They're going to need to probably play some press defense now in these last uh, two minutes. It'll be Siebert on the free throws, not Van Overshield. She misses it, but Howard gets the rebound. Colonels need a three-pointer here. Van Overshield, top of the key, boy. She hit it again. Three three-pointers for Van Overshield. Career-high 16 for the freshman. 57-48. You can play be made, play, maybe play defense for one more possession. Colonels only with five fouls, so they got a couple more to give until they get... Brookings in the bonus. Got to play defense. Don't foul here. Coming up on a minute 24 to go. And they're going to call a foul. That one was a... That one only was six. A, that one was a ticky-tack one, but it resets the shot clock. So Stabner picks up her third foul, the sixth on Mitchell. Yeah, that's the tough part is the, the shot clock. So now they're probably going to have to be more aggressive and double-team everybody. Minute 20 to go with the fresh shot clock. Wilson drives left side, see if uh, Brookings puts it up earlier than they should. Siebert going for the steal, knocks it out of bounds here with a minute 15 to go. Colonels down by nine at 57-48. They've been as close as seven in this fourth quarter after losing a four-point halftime late. Colonels just got dominated in that third quarter, losing it uh, 23-8. to It's been all Brookings ever since. Layup by Shelsta. That'll do it with a minute to go. Ainsley Shelsta with 18 points tonight. Stabner answers. Uh, missed a layup. Leads up to 11. And we've let this game run out. Wilson, uh, really no reason to follow you down 11 with 45 seconds to go. Wilson will drive. Give it to Shelsta. And they'll just play keep away at this point. Colonels will fall to 0-3, but this is by far their best game. Three-pointer left side by Brookings, no good. Stabner with the rebound. 30 seconds to go. Mitchell down by 11. Kick out. They want a three-pointer here. Stabner with the three. That one is no good. And rebound Brookings, and that should do it. Giblin with the foul. Don't need to do that with 23 seconds to go, but... Colonels offense, you know, 48 points, a lot more than uh, the 29 and 26 they scored in their two previous. Uh, again, turnovers, things just got away from them. They weren't nearly as hot from three in the second half, and uh, defense just wasn't as good. Wilson, Wilson just dominated the second half. Free throw for Logan Schmitz. It is good. Gives Brookings 60 points tonight. Pretty even at the uh, foul line tonight. That was uh, the eighth attempt for Brookings. Mitchell's had nine so far. Culver's post-game show coming up next. Your player of the game, that'll be Lauren Van Overshield, and we'll talk with Cole Knipling. Siebert drives, and we'll get a foul here with 13 seconds to go. 60-48. to 48. Brookings with the lead. We'll see if Mitchell can break 50 points here tonight. It's on Siebert. <laughs> she can go two for two here, though. They'll hit 50. Foul is on Wilson, her fourth, team's eighth of the second half. One and one, Siebert misses the free throw, but Stabner gets the board, kicks it out, and it's stolen, and Mitchell will not break 50 points tonight. And that will be your final. Brookings, 60, Mitchell, 48. Colonels, now it's 0-3. Brookings, they improve to 1-2. and 2. 27 points for Landry Wilson tonight, 18 from Ainsley Shelsta, and 13 from Logan Schmidt. Colonels got 16 points from freshman Lauren Van Overshield. She's your Culver's player of the game. And Mitchell also got 13 points each from Sarah Siebert 
and Sawyer Stabner. We're back in three minutes with the postgame show. Colonels lose to Brookings tonight, 60-48. Back in three minutes from the Corn Palace. It's coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and on KORNRadio.com. Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys on the road for the first time this season. They'll be at Brookings at 7 o'clock. We'll have the pregame show live from Brookings at 645 this Friday night. Check it out on your original home of Colonel Sports. It is KORN News Radio, FM 1013. AM 1490 and KORNradio.com. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all new Jeep models with the new third row Grand Cherokee L and the long awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iverson's and Mitchell and Huron are online at iversonauto.com. How you move matters. Avera Orthopedics helps you move freely and live life to the fullest with innovative treatment options customized to your bone, muscle, and joint needs. Whether you suffer from aches, breaks, tears, or dislocations, Turn to the orthopedic team experienced in treating every body. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in South Dakota is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. You couldn't always catch a game at Cadwell Park. Or take the afternoon off to get in a round of disc golf at Dry Run Creek. And before First Dakota filed the first charter in 1872, you couldn't bank in South Dakota. Every timeless institution, tradition, and thriving business was started somewhere by someone who had a dream and the passion to make it happen first. What will be your South Dakota first? Visit firstdakota.com slash first. Member FDIC. Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2022. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together. Culver's postgame show here. Lauren Van Overshield, your player of the game tonight for Mitchell. The, the first of probably many players.